Welcome. You're tuned in to the Living in Rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Here comes the sun, the return of the light. We're basking in the light within. It's the winter solstice, my friends. Winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere. December 21st, we're going to talk about the astronomical and the astrological perspectives of solstice, where the sun stands still. And astrologically, we're going to talk about how the sun is leaving Sagittarius and entering the goat. Greatest of all time of the earth and the sea the mountain goat and the sea goat. We're going to talk about Capricorn and the evolution of the Zodiac into Capricorn. And then the moon, it's waning crescent. It's waning and it's heading into a new moon with a new season and a newish moonish of the solar cycle with this solstice coming up. So we're going to talk about the new moon, which is squaring Jupiter so deep. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the way that the phases really move. We're at this cool, cosmic, pivotal moment where we can really maximize mastery, wisdom, leadership, and power. And we just have to decide, you know? Once you decide, it is done. So be it. We're going to go there. So settle in, find your seat or your feet, and we'll get ready to tune in. <laughs> Take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, find your root centering into the earth core. And as you tune into the earth's core center, you want to start to feel your anchor rising up through the vertical axis into the sky above and into the horizontal field that surrounds you. And you just want to breathe with your own rhythmic breath timing. You want to start to circulate energy and breath into that field. And we've been talking about it. What's your auric range of motion? What's the capacity of that? Not only energetic field, but let's talk about the breath itself, really expanding into the full capacity of your inhale. Sometimes I like to suspend that breath a little bit and then invite more breath in. It broadens the range of motion just a little bit more, and then you can exhale it out. And I do the same thing for the exhale as you follow it out, as you follow the exhale through. You can surrender a little bit. You can suspend it at the edge and then see if you can exhale a little bit deeper. And this is a really powerful exercise, this going to the edges, this range of motion. This is what we've been talking about. And so as you tune in, which we're really just getting into a practice of using a one to three breath tune in, and this is in your own timing. 
Like the more you nurture your own breath's rhythm, then you're going to nurture your heartbeat's rhythm and your natural cyclical rhythm. And that's the key is that we want to tune to our own timing. We each have our own vibratory resonance. We each have our own rhythmic resonance, which is like our own song, our own rhythmic harmony. And the more we can use the breath to center ourselves and to tune in, we can actually feel and sense that timing. Allow it more nurture it so that we can ride these waves, you know, (laughs) this is the thing when we can tune into that rhythmic timing, that's our own unique resonance, then we can feel our heartbeat in the center of it all. And we can really get our resonance going so that we can get our shine going. We can get our magnetic energy going. We can get our vitality going. And the way that I look at this is I like to think of it as this, you know, there's a cosmic inhale and an exhale happening constantly. So just like with us, this is what turns the heartbeat, this in and out. The inhale is an expansion and an opening up and a a taking up space. The exhale has to do with the gravity. And what I found the gravity of the exhale is such a, such a profound thing to, to consider in your practice. And you may have felt it in that just little quick breath we did at the, the beginning. But this ability to really, this, this practice of using the exhale to take it to that very clean edge of where we've surrendered to our depth to where it's, the exhale is actually what I found, okay, true, real talk, <laughs> real talk. I'm like skirting around it. The exhale is actually more, has been in my experience is more of a potent, more of a challenging position. When I go to the bottom of my exhale, there's a surrender that happens there. That's so deep and profound. There's so much healing to be had at the edge of the exhale, the depths of the exhale. So we talk about the inhale and then expanding further out. What about that rooting in? Because in order to consolidate the energy to that center, there is letting go. There is a consolidation that happens and it's so deep. Oh my gosh. So feel it because the thing that we're looking for is grace and the rhythm, you know? So like once you tune in, okay, so I got my rhythmic resonance and I'm tuned in and I can do it in one to three breaths. What's up? That's my center. Congratulations. Now it's about tuning into that throughout the day. Like, boom, boom. I'm like, kind of like rocking like a beat because the thing is, is the more you hold that rhythm throughout the day, then like the rhythm, the flow, it all happens. It all lines up for you in your timing, your rhythmic timing, the people that you need to talk to, the vibes you need to experience, the lessons you need to learn, the gifts you receive, the things that you give. And the more you give, the more you receive. It's like such a beautiful practice. And I'm telling you, I'm acting like it's so easy. <laughs> I This takes so much practice. It's a day. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're working on it forever. Hopefully we get better and better, you know, all the time, but, but there's always room to improve. This is the gift. And so it's a really 
beautiful thing because the Zodiac teaches us this. These cycles of the wax and the wane teach us this beautiful, never, it, it, it's never ending, but it's never the same. And the more we can maximize the moment and the timing and the rhythm of, of it all ourselves in tune with it, then the more we can, you know, we basically are calibrating our core so that we can synchronize with the cosmos and maximize our potential here on this earth. Boom. So come back to the breath and consider this, that the inhale can represent the inner light an inner fire, that fire within you, your pilot light, your, your inner pulse, your inner radiance. It's, it's keeping things warm. It's keeping the light on. It's keeping the life line. It is your inner light and inner fire. Your heart beats rhythm. That inhale, the exhale, the power of the exhale is, is a power of centering. It is the power of centering and connecting to the core like we do with the earth, that anchoring into the self, the core center, where we deeply come into our center of gravity. Gravity is like one of my favorite things. I barely can, I can barely like, it's hard sometimes for me to grok my concepts around gravity because they're so deep that I can't, I don't even sometimes have the language for some of the stuff I'm experiencing and studying. And anyways, it's fun. That's why this podcast is so healing for me. And I hope it's fun for you. You know, so gravity is a really big topic in physics and especially in quantum physics and frankly, in, in embodiment practices. This is where I started really making these cosmic connections is actually through the embodiment. The core calibration Pilates yoga has shown me really my sense of gravity, my sense of center and focus. And like I said, last in the last previous session, I was speaking about gravity and how our focus and attention really creates a gravity, a sense of that. Well, this gravitational pull that happens in our center as above, so below, it's happening on a planetary level. It happens on a solar system level. I mean, I'm imagining on a cosmic universal multiversal level. But if we just think about our solar system itself, there's this cosmic gravitational pull. And they speak of this pull or this wobble, this gravitational wobble of the of the planet Earth in relationship to the sun. They speak of it as a procession of the equinox because it changes as the as the Earth's gravity shifts from as it centers itself, it wobbles from the poles. And so it shifts from the northern to the southern and it gets grows from like high light to low light to middle light in between, you know, it's like new moon, half moon, full moon, half moon. <laughs> these cycles are everywhere. When you start looking at the sun and the moon, this, these cycles repeat everywhere for us as humans, I believe, for our cognitive experience to connect with ourselves on the planet that we live on, you know? And so these, I'm making a big deal about this because the solstice, you know, whether it be the winter or the summer solstice, these time periods mark 
the maximum or the minimum declination of the earth in relationship to the sun. What that means is it's like the longest day versus the shortest days. That's what this means. It's the wa and it it's represented by the the wobble, the earth orbiting its gravitational center into a wobbling way, into a wobbling rhythm and pulse <laughs> where it makes the sun wax and the sunlight wane over and over, over and over. And so the highest points, the highest times for me of the year, like I love the holy days, the holidays for a lot of reasons, more nostalgia, but real talk, like I, I connect on a really, my soul connects, so to speak. My soul's connection comes through the solar cycles where I feel the, and the lunar cycles, but the solar cycle specifically where we experience the solstices and the equinox. These are powerful points in the time of, in space on, on earth. So wherever you are on the planet, to recognize this time, we've been talking about how there's a, an incredible waning occurring where the sun and the moon are in, in rhythm, in tune with one another right now for us to witness an ultimate wane. It's happening. And it's happening so much that then the new beginning changes. And so we're coming up on a new moon in Capricorn, just after the solstice where the sun hits its in the Northern Hemisphere, the winter solstice, its shortest day, where there's less, the least amount of sunlight in one 24-hour cycle. It's so deep. <laughs> and so we have this in us. We have this, this wax and wane within us in a grand, in, in, in mac, micro scales and in macro scales, big and small. It's that how much we want to tune in and use these, these rhythms. This is a powerful cycle that if we can learn to use these rhythms, they can facilitate our presentness on the planet, which will give us the, the insight and the wisdom that we need from moment to moment to, to have a good experience, to have a maximum, you know, like to have fulfillment in our life, to be happy, centered, healthy, hip, happy, healthy, <laughs> right deeds. There's so many, this is the whole point is there's so much wisdom coming through right now, as far as what we've known in the past, whether it be this life or past lives or what we know this life and what we're learning and learning to embody. And it's just high time to step into the embodiment of all of this. And so that's why I make the point of the core calibration every week, because if we can practice during every session, if I can just, if you're listening to just at least remind you to take a deep breath or three <laughs> that are centered enough where you actually are tuned in, where you're in your center of gravity and feeling that vitality and that expansion and that radiance of your own soul shine, you know, to tune into that and give yourself some energy. That's what, you know, that's cool. If that's what's happening, cool. <laughs> you know, so take a deep breath and feel that inner light, that inner fire be nurtured, your, your own rhythmic breath and your own precious heartbeat. Tune into your heartbeat. Feel the connection of your exhale. And as you practice exhaling, be willing, be willing to challenge yourself to go to the edge of the exhale 
as much as you're willing to go to the edge of the inhale and see what kind of self-healing you can do through that. So as I was saying, gravity is what is affecting this procession of the equinox, this, this movement, this wobble of the earth going from wax to a wane from a solar perspective, so to speak. This procession of the equinox is, is that cycle in addition to this, it's basically our orientation of the sun, the moon, the earth, oriented around this band of constellations that we call the zodiac. It's so beautiful. The, these star systems, Taurus, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Gemini, Capricorn, Cancer these polarities, you know, so there's this band of the Zodiac that we talk about through this, in astrology all the time. And, you know, I'm hinting around the precision of the equinox and the sidereal astrology. I go back and forth with how I feel about, you know, I mean, I, I just I, I acknowledge both and work with it all because <laughs> that's like the kind of person I am. I'm looking to integrate things. So, you know, the thing is, is I've, I've been noticing how this procession of the equinox, this, these cosmic alignments of the sun, the earth, and the moon with the constellations really has this gravitational effect on rhythm for one and flow for the other. And so this brings me back to this living in rhythm, which is why I actually find the astrology so meaningful. So as we tune into our embodiment through the core calibration, the cosmic synchronization occurs through our understanding of these, these rhythmic flow, this rhythmic flow of the, of the Zodiac of the sun and the moon and the Zodiac. And I, you know, so I encourage, I do it for myself and I encourage everyone to, not only look at the charts is if you're looking online at the charts and you're you're tuned into the the sun and the moon signs those are the zodiac signs but if you start to look at the actual constellations and the stars and the sky you'll you'll recognize that the sun and the moon are not in the signs that that we call them you know and and it's okay there's a it's it's representative of cycles and so we don't have to break up with any one idea. My point is, is like this, when you tune into the, the procession of the equinox through the sun and the moon, you recognize this solar cycle in the, in the seasons, this solstice, this equinox time period. And I feel like that's even beyond the astrology of it. This is a more connected thing to tune into because it's a thing that you can witness and, and have an experience for yourself, like really, truly witness, just like I encourage you and all of us to, to witness the moon cycle. You can see it on a 28 day cycle. When we watch the sun go through the seasons, we can experience it on a really big, on a larger scale. And so these are powerful times, holy days indeed, holidays indeed, that these represent, there's a lot of gravity and energy around these moments in time. So we've been talking about how Sagittarius, the end of season of the, of the autumn season represents the, the wane, this deep, ulti, like ultimate waning. And as Sagittarius ends, enters Capricorn, 
which marks the first day of solstice, which is where the sun enters into its the, basically that solstice moment marks the beginning of winter, which is that shortest day, the longest night in, in the Northern Hemisphere with the winter solstice. And so astronomically, like I said, this, this is a moment in time where the angle of the earth is at its such where, depending on where you are, obviously on the planet, the north, the more north you get, in the, in the winter solstice on December 21st, the longest night, you know, it is a long night, less, the, not as much. These are the whole points. It's like the daylight is short. We, things are really, the sun goes, rises and sets very briefly. And so we have these moments in time where there's, there's a wane occurring and that solstice marks the that finale, that finality. And the root of the word solstice represents the sun, S-O-L, soul. It's basically solstice represents the sun standing still. And so you can, you can actually kind of feel it for those. There's like a three day period approximately where the sun seems to be staying in the same angle on the horizon at the most Southern point on the horizon. And then it starts to go towards the north. And as it goes, when it hits the most northern part of the horizon, that's summer solstice. So the southern point, if you just look to the south, that's where the sun's rising is through the southern point that at that edge of the at the around solstice, those few days around the December 21st, you'll see that edge of the south southern southeastern hemisphere of your horizon. So, okay, so that's solstice, astronomically, earthly speaking, from earth center speaking. So astrologically, it represents the sun entering the sign of Capricorn, which is the begin. it marks the beginning of winter. And all the beginnings, so these, these angles of the solstice and the equinox all represent cardinal signs. So, you know, take what you will with that. Capricorn is a cardinal sign. It's the mountain goat or the goat, greatest of all time, right? The goat. It's the land, the mountain goat and the sea goat. So basically when the sun enters into Capricorn, that's zero degrees Capricorn, which marks the winter solstice. And this takes place on December 21st at 2.48 p.m. mountain time. And what's really cool is, is 1221, 22 is 10 years after 1221, 2012. Dun, dun, dun. Remember that? <laughs> it's kind of fascinating to think about that. So we're back here again at this interesting moment where the sun is in Capricorn, marks the beginning of Capricorn. But if we look at the actual true procession of the equinox, the sun is still in Sagittarius, which is a trip to me, you know? So I always just like to, to name that because it's like, don't get stuck on any of these things. It's more about energetics and archetypes. And like I said, like really tuning your center of gravity to the sun and the moon and the earth as they are. We don't have to, you know, as you learn the Zodiac, sweet. As you learn the archetypes of the Zodiac, even better. 
lots of information layered within all of this. However, again, our presentness and our connection and relationship to this is really what matters. If you can, if you can find your way through that, it would be really helpful for, you know, it's, it's going to be helpful because the thing is, is this winter solstice, like I said, is a beautiful time. It's, it's a new beginning. So if we are following that Sagittarius through the wane, as it crosses that threshold into the winter solstice, zero degrees Capricorn, it marks this new beginning. It's a new beginning. And what I love about the mountain goat or the sea goat is they are constantly thriving and striving to do better, to be better, to master. There's mastery and wisdom, the application of true wisdom, which holds accountability and leadership, which actually creates power and decision, precision. And the way that I look at a Capricorn energy is it truly is that decide and it is done. So be it. Speak it. So be it. Decide it. It is done. There's this real, there's this really, there's this deep precision that comes from the Capricorn because if you, you know, I, I, I like to play with the seagoat. The seagoat's intense. As a Capricorn myself, I like to think of the ibex. Have you ever seen this, this animal called an ibex? They're these mountain goats that are scaling these incredible incredibly vertical walls and the the amount of precision from one step to the next and the timing you know <laughs> rhythm timing precision presentness all makes sense to me <laughs> it's a lifestyle you know and so and it's one of those things where it, they they'll go places that other people won't because they're willing to take their time and make those precise moves and there's this axis of the Capricorn Cancerian that's coming to play about security, foundation, precision, leadership, structure, foundation, wisdom, mastery, mm, family, home. These things are going to are also important. The last thing I want to say about the astronomical solstice is that the sun is in the constellation of Sagittarius. Just know that. <laughs> that we're going to call it Capricorn season. <laughs> but it's, it's actually in Sagittarius. So <laughs> take that as it is. But it's cool because the, the way that we lay out the astro, like, so the whole thing is, is we're looking at ways of trying to, to map time and space. And this is, there, there's many different ways to do it which is why it's so important to understand yourself and your relationship to where you are, your core calibration, you know, how your center of gravity is anchored into the earth in time and space. And the more we observe this, these cycles of the sun and the moon, we can see these patterns emerge. So the cosmic thing about this, we have the solstice on December 21st, and then we have the, then we have the moon coming together with the sun, making a new moon on December 23rd. And so we, not only do we have the sun entering astrologically into the zodiac sign of Capricorn, the moon is also in the zodiac sign of Capricorn. And so it's a Capricorn new moon in 
in tropical astrology perspective. So this new moon is happening in a new beginning where the sun is returning. It's gone from its darkest time. The moon goes from its darkest time and it starts the progression into the light. And I just find this to be like this particular year. It's so beautiful that we're having this moment where there's a new beginning almost within days, two days of, of the season change. You know, it's for, for me, that seems really special and unique. What's so powerful is that a couple of years ago, and this, this was actually so, I remember my present. I mean, I was super present during the, like with the astrology of this, this, uh, in 2019, we had a new moon on Christmas day and it was an eclipse. It was a new moon solar eclipse on Christmas day. And so that's the 25th. That was the day, you know, days after the solstice, but still it was a, a pivotal moment because I, I just kind of remember that going into that, I remember just the way I was feeling and how much was up in the air at, for me at that point. I had actually, this was before the world really started changing in 2020. And there was a lot like it, that eclipse and new moon shortly after that, we had all, we, that's when a lot of really intense astrological alignment started happening where we had Jupiter and Saturn conjuncting Pluto, Saturn and Pluto conjuncting in Capricorn for the first time in Capricorn in like 500 years. Um, it's just the, the whole alignment of things were really, we had Jupiter, Pluto and Saturn just making a huge dance with one another. And then Uranus joined the party and Neptune and, and, uh, <laughs> all the while I've been watching the nodes. So this is my point. The nodes at that time during that eclipse were in Capricorn. The South node was in Capricorn, which is this relinquishing of the structure of things, letting go and surrendering, deep surrendering the structure and the, the organization and the power that had been established and, and built up. That's the Capricorn energy. And we're always looking at polarities. We want to see if there's so much energy in Capricorn. Well, what does the opposite tell us? That's the sign of cancer. That's a sign of emotion, of tuning into our intuition, our subconscious. It also represents, I always get back to the basics. It's security, food, clothing, shelter, water, the foundation of things that are just essential. And so there's this really beautiful balance between how we're building a new structure and how we're working with the, our own restructure. We're basically restructuring and reorganizing our way around security foundation, what this looks like, what's most important where, you know, this has been the message for, for a few years now. And that eclipse really sparked it all off, um, in, in December of 2019, look back in your own life to see what sort of things were going on for you around Christmas of 2019 and how much has changed and where your insight, like how has your insight in your, your way of life progressed in this last time period, in these last few years, because here we are at a new moon in Sag in Capricorn, once again, a new moon in Capricorn coming through, which is 
offering us to lay the new foundation. This is where we get to actually set it a little bit more. I mean, we've been working on this for months now. I've been talking about it, but it's like after all of the transition and the shakeup, we're actually starting to lay some new foundations. And this is where like the, our presentness and our vibration is everything because there's so much up in the air and there's so much transformation still occurring that is requiring that faith we've been practicing and cultivating that presentness that we've been practicing and cultivating. And then like a little bit of trust and faith in it, lay it, work it, be present with it. Your, your focus and your, your attention is where the gravity goes. So where's the focus going to be? How's this going to work out? How can we maximize the moment and really take it, like have as much love and presence and light as we can in the moment? Even if things feel shifty, because there is a lot changing and there is a lot transforming, but our grace in it and our willingness to trust in what we're building, to have a little bit of gravity and presence that we've, we've actually are coming from a place of wisdom and mastery. That faith is an expression of leadership. We have a, an ability to stand in our presence and to stand still like the sun, that soul, stis, that soul stands still. The sun stands still on a solstice and a new moon begins just days after. There's such a presentness coming of which like empowerment, embodiment, working that heartbeat in the center of it all that what's the rhythmic resonance? What's the vibration that we're holding? It's so deep, you know, it's so deep because the, we can empower ourselves through this. If we trust our, our own inner wisdom and our own inner light, our own timing, then we can start to actually cultivate a new foundation. And, and, you know, so we talk about the goat, you know, the, the evolution of the goat, the gravity of of Capricorn is they are it's boss vibes. It's 10th house boss vibes. It's Saturn vibes, earth manifest third dimensionality. It's, it's the goat of the mountain or the sea, but it is, it is a cardinal sign, which, which sparks the, the final phase of the, of the astrological year, the, the final phase. It's the beginning of winter. And we're going to, we're going to get into the cardinal signs a little bit more here coming up, but that just to understand that the beginning, the marking, the beginning, these are like generators. When you, when you look at human design, some people study human design and that the concept around generators are basically the cardinal signs. They're manifesting the new beginning. They're generating the life force and the energy to carry it through. And so it's really having a new moon at this time is a beautiful and powerful time for envisionment and empowerment. And to top it off. So Jupiter is basically rolling back into Aries for the first time in 12 years. And I, think this is so cool because if you even just look at your, just again, look back 12 years ago, what was up? What were you up to? How was your life? What was your, what was the main emphasis of life during that time period? 
What were the high points? What was exaggerated? That's the Jupiter. We're coming back to Jupiter and Aries for the first time in 12 years. Like officially. It hit it last year, but it's hitting it now. It's going to step on in. And it's basically going to be squaring this, this new moon, which to me represents this. It's just emphasizing this sense of self. Jupiter is, is an amplification, expansion, and a magnifying force, expanding, amplifying, magnifying force. And when you put that on Aries, it represents the self. So we are supposed to come into our power. You know, we're looking for empowerment, true embodiment, and seeking that sense of soul shine. It's time to let the soul shine. The sun is coming back. The light is coming back. It's the return. As the sun stands still for three, for a few days, about three, then it starts to grow back towards the light. And day by day, we feel the sunshine return and the light come back. And so this is the perfect time to set new intentions, set new prayers, envision new beginnings, new ways of, of moving forward in this new time, because there's a lot more trans. There's so much to talk about, but like, there's a lot coming up. And I believe that in the next few months, we're going to see a lot of change and transformation that are just going to they're going to spark so much in individuals. Like I can feel it coming up in myself, but even in as individuals, people are going to be having, I feel like there's a moment this, we're reaching this moment in time where we can get a sense of humanity building a new way, but it's coming from this real true sense of change and transformation that is going to be, there's a lot of, we have to evolve, you know, we have to let ourselves change. And so what I say about what I feel about this too, is that like, as we, so just kind of recognizing that there's a lot of really big astrological events coming and, you know, I've never lived to see these events. And a lot of people, most people on planet earth have not seen Pluto go into Aquarius. I mean, nobody has. And so Go, us being able to witness Pluto going into Aquarius for the first time in the next few months and just, just the witnessing of, you know, Saturn coming into Pisces to finish a cycle. There's a lot of endings and new beginnings just in these next few months. But this, this time right now is like first wave. And if you're present enough, you can catch that first wave, the first set. And if you're so adept, ride all of them. <laughs> You know, so this is the point, like if you're present, not if you are. So this is the thing. If we can presence ourselves right now and here in this moment and catch this wave of a new beginning to set high, high intentions for, for new foundations on earth, for new ways of being, for, for really tuning into our center, our heartbeat, our rhythmic resonance and making that that gravity, putting that gravity where it counts so that our energy is used in a vital way so that we can overcome obstacles. We can manifest the things that we came here to manifest, be who we came here to be, to let our soul shine. And that's the true art of this time. You know, so who? <laughs> 
there's so much to say, but I, I think I'm going to set it for there, there for now. Let's light this candle, this inner light, as you take another inhale and exhale. You know, feel your rootedness, your, your, the gravity of your center of presentness, your center of being on this planet. And feel that inner light, that soul, S-O-L, your inner sun, the soul, shine, that's yours. Feel that soul, center, and let it stand in its presence at that moment of change and transformation where we can exhale to the edge to go to the depths of the, the dark moon, the dark season where there's not as much light, but there's so much inner guidance and wisdom. And we want to just inhale from that place and bring some light to the things that we want to bring light to. Focus on what you want to see and how you want to be. Decide. It is done. So be it. Yes, bring some mastery and some trust with your wisdom. You know, you've learned a lot. You've come a long way, baby. You know, when we, the more we trust that, then, then we can, you know, truly be, we can be leaders, not just for ourselves, but for the people around us. Cause it's like the more we all sh- let our soul shine and show that we're trusting ourselves, we can hopefully help the people around us, like trust in themselves a little bit more. We just want to be unique and, and help a, each other be unique. Let ourselves be because now's the time we came here. We're here. Let's maximize this right all right bask in that light it's coming back let your soul shine (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in i'm grateful for you i got lots of love for you i deeply appreciate you listening and practicing and tuning in and i hope you have a wonderful solstice return of the light Yeah, yeah. Bask in that light. Blessings and love, y'all. Peace.